Welcome, welcome to the Brain on Strike podcast. I am so excited to start this podcasting journey and that you're coming along for the ride. I am really, really excited. And well, I've been procrastinating a bit about recording this introduction episode. Of course, I'm doing it last minute because that's how I roll, it seems. But this morning, I decided to just stop thinking about it and just record it. I'm rebelling, whatever that means in my own little world. So again, welcome. My name is Annie Gendron. I am the host and the creator of the Brain on Strike podcast. I live in Montreal, Canada, with my longtime partner and our seven-year-old son. I am French-Canadian. That's why you will hear a slight accent in my voice. And also, I don't always find the right words or use the right verb tense. So I wanted to apologize in advance for all these little errors that might occur during the podcast. Well, I am Canadian, so that's what we do. We apologize. So that's it. I apologize. So you've been warned. For the last few years, I've been an instructional designer. I've been helping coaches, strategists, consultants, service providers to create better courses, better program, better membership, basically any learning experiences that they are creating for their audience. So you might say that the Brain on Strike podcast is absolutely not related to my professional background. And you're right, it's not at all. It's been a side project for a couple of months now, but there's something inside of me that is telling me, well, actually it's screaming at me, to follow my gut and share this experience that I'm having of going through perimenopause because it's been having an impact on every little area of my life and of my business. So I chose the term brain on strike because that's exactly how my brain feels on pretty much every day of the week. Most of the time, I feel like that I cannot control my brain anymore. It just has a life of its own and does whatever it wants. I started noticing about two years ago that my brain was doing stupid things. My earliest memory that I connected with perimenopause is I was sitting in a restaurant with my family and some extended family. It was very noisy and everyone was trying to get my attention as I was trying to read the menu. It was a brand new restaurant and we had to pick and choose all together what we wanted to eat. And at one point, my brain just went into overdrive. It just wasn't connecting to anything. And I'm like, wow, what's happening? You know, you don't really understand it in the moment, but afterwards you're thinking about it like, okay, what just happened there? You know, it was too much. There was too much information to process for my brain to process. And it just said, nope, not dealing with that. Just do whatever you want. I'm not there anymore. 
So that was kind of the first sign. And then being at home, and I remember this clearly again, being at home trying to set up our new Echo Dot that we bought for our son and being in the kitchen and trying to read the instructions, trying to make sense of, I think I was trying to connect Spotify, my Spotify account to the Echo Dot, trying to concentrate on the words, on how to do it, and having the TV blare in the distance and other noise in the kitchen and also my husband trying to talk to me. And again, I went into, I don't know how to call it. I just went, I was just blank. It was just too much, too much information to process. Again, my brain said, my brain said, no, not going there. Deal with it yourself. Right then and there, as I started noticing all these little occurrence, all these little moments in time where my brain was being fuzzy, I was also experiencing brain fog of walking around and not really knowing what was happening or what I was doing. It was kind of, I always say this, but it looks like I'm nearly headless Nick in in Harry Potter, you know, the ghost that goes around and just tip his head, entire head to say hello. That's kind of how I was feeling of walking, being in a bubble and just not connecting to anything, just not being present for something. Okay, I have to admit, my first thought was not perimenopause. My first thought was, oh my God, I've got a brain tumor. This is where I went. <laughs> um, I'm kind of happy that it's only perimenopause, you know, <laughs> it's not, it, it, and it's not a brain tumor. But this is where I went because all of the signs I was having was telling me that my brain was not functioning normally as it used to. I had pretty much a neurotypical brain growing up and up to a couple of years ago. But then we started, I started researching and I started noticing other things that I hadn't connected to anything, like finding my words. I always thought that I couldn't find certain words in the moment because I'm always going back between French and English, you know? My personal life, I mostly talk French. My business life, I mostly talk English. So going back and forth, I was putting that on this situation. Turns out, it's also perimenopause. So another one of the, of the symptoms. And as I continued to research, then other things happen. I started noticing that I had anxiety, which I didn't have before. I also had heart palpitation. Came out of nowhere. It's kind of scary. That is scary too. Am I having a heart attack? <laughs> no, another thought I had. Um, and going down the list and then connecting everything together, going to my doctor and saying, I think something's up. I think that I might be going into into menopause. At that point, it was menopause. And her saying, yes, it might be the case. Absolutely. Getting my blood tested. I think they took 11 vials. 11 container of blood for all of these tests. It was insane. And then hormones level coming back and saying, yes, 
Exactly. That's where you are. So now what do we do? First off, it was a relief for sure because I'm not having a heart attack. I do not have a brain tumor. But still, there are things that I need to shift to make this transition easier. So I can, at this point, at first, it was mostly to go back to who I was before. And that's very, very important on the podcast because that's something we will touch about a lot. Because I didn't feel like myself anymore. I just didn't recognize myself anymore which is kind of scary when you think about it on top of everything else. I've been, you know, now a partner, a longtime partner, so I had to change in this situation. I became a mother. I had to also change this situation, in this situation. And now feeling that I've got my groove back, that the kid is now seven-year-old, more confident, more autonomous, and can do things by himself. And just not being able to be my whole self and be the most productive and the most vibrant and the most happy and the most joyful people person that I thought I would be at this point. Because on top of everything else, of course, I had the mood swings because that's what the hormones fluctuation do. I do have the mood swings. But I'm angry also a lot. And it's something else to... Be angry at everyone around you and not understand where it's coming from or when it's even going to happen. So for me, it's really about, yes, having an impact on the symptoms of lifting up the brain fog and being more productive and being more in tune with who I am and being more upbeat and happy and calm and relaxed, but it's also about who I need to become to support myself during this transition and who I want to become in the future with this whole new set of eyes that I have right now on myself. So that's really what the podcast is all about. I have a strong feeling Like I said before, it's actually screaming at me that I have to share my story of my brain being on strike, but it doesn't stop there because what I didn't say is that no one's going through perimenopause and and postmenopause the same way. Yes, you've heard about my symptoms, but if I talk to you, you're probably going to say, well... I'm also experiencing dizziness, or I have allergies, or I have the night sweats, or I have hot flashes, or have dry skin. There are a bunch of symptoms associated with perimenopause or postmenopause. And that's why I wanted to create the podcast as well. Yes, to share my own experience but to share other people's experiences of going through perimenopause or preparing to go into perimenopause so that everyone could be part of the conversation. So that, first of all, everyone knows that they are heard, that there's someone out there experiencing the same thing as they are, that they can find their own solution to 
match what they are feeling, what they are experiencing, who they want to become, and how they want to be supported in this transition. While you're the only one who knows what's going to work for you or what you're willing or not willing to try. So that's really what the podcast is about, sharing all of these stories and sharing all of these experiences to get the conversation going, to make it less taboo, to make it less a closeted topic, because it is still a secret topic. So if you are experiencing any of the perimenopause symptoms, or you think that you are, or you just want to prepare for it, for this transition, then you're in the right place. I will focus mostly on the brain and how our identity changes throughout this transition, because that's really what interests me the most. So this is what you can expect from the podcast. I will be sharing one podcast episode every week, either a solo episode where I share my own experience or a guest coming on the show to share their own experiences of going through perimenopause. And it's not only about the podcast. I want to keep the conversation going. So every week, we will also have a clubhouse room where we will keep talking about the conversation that surrounds perimenopause. A fun thing you should know. Well, I don't know if it's fun for you, but <laughs> I like it a lot because it's it taps into my learning experience strategist persona where in each episode, I will propose a mission, a way to implement right away one part of what was shared during this episode. You can accept the mission or not. It's entirely your choice. But if you want to do it, we will do it together and we will motivate each other and we will support each other doing so. In every episode in the show notes, I will be sharing the link to the weekly mission so you can just click on it and share with us. I want to invite you also to check the show notes for this current episode because I'm sharing with you all the links where you can find me and you can connect with me. I've regrouped everything in a Beacons page so you can find it at Beacons, B-E-A-C-O-N-S dot A-I slash Brain on Strike. So that's where you will find all the links to connect with me online. That's it for the introduction episode. Phew, I did it. I finally recorded it. Oh God, it was a long time in the making, but I'm really, really happy it's done and I can now edit it, which is another job altogether. But like I said in the beginning, I'm really, really excited to be starting this podcasting journey. I don't know where it's going to lead me, uh, but I am proud of the four episodes that we've going to share on launch day. And it would mean a lot to me if you can subscribe and leave a rating because that's how we will spread the word that perimenopause folks are taking over the world. Have a great day.